Welcome to Irreverent Rants. Today we're going to talk about dreams. I am CJ. I'm Erica. I'm Janet. And I don't know what kind of dreams we're going to talk about, but since uh, I'm apparently Jean Valjean today, Erica, I think you're going to lead off. <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember a lot about the dream that I had last night, except everything was wood and it kept falling apart where I was like, and I think that's partly because of the stuff I watched in this like spooky old ghost ship thing where everything kind of breaks at weird times. But the thing that I thought was the weirdest is that I've never seen Les Miserables. I've seen like maybe, I don't know, like 15 minutes of the movie that they made with like Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe and which I heard. Yeah. But the weird part is, is that Russell Crowe was Jean Valjean. While also, which I know he's not in the actual thing, but I was like, I have not thought about Russell Crowe in maybe ever. Like, it's not like he's somebody that I'm like, oh man, what's Russell Crowe up to? (laughs) But for some reason he was in jail and I really wanted to save him because I think he was like, I don't know, my true love or something, but somebody else was also pretending to be like, John, except I think my brain changed it to like John St. John because it was like, how did we get here? But yeah, I just thought it was so weird. I was like, man, I have not thought about Russell Crowe. Why? Like, like why would that be the thing that would like randomly pop up in my head? But it was really funny. I could very, he was the only person I could very clearly see the face of, you know, in dreams when you like know, you kind of know who it is, but their face is like, blank where you're like oh i know it's so and so but you don't really see them i was like russell or hd that's the thing that i think is weird about dreams is you'll dream about you'll it'll be there'll be people you've never met in a place you've never been yet you know it's your family in your house wait i don't i don't get that about dreams where like it's it's your you you have you have people like appearing in your dream that are faces that you've never seen before in your life, but somehow you know that's your brother. Oh, some form of transference to yeah, a- or, or you're you know that you're in a a house that doesn't look like any house you've ever lived in, but somehow that's your house. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think that's weird about dreams. Well, wait, are we going to do any analysis? Because you know we could analyze Erica's no, dream. We- don't need to do analysis. I it's that I'm it's... secretly super in love with Russell Crowe. No, I think I think it's a character he played in some other movie, and that's what you're. Which, funny about. enough, wasn't even the character he played. No, right? He right. was in Les Mis. He right, but he was right, the right. guy chasing Hugh Jackman. Right, right? he's like the like, cop or whatever. Yeah, all I could think of is Lumiere, but I know that's not right. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> what his name See, is. I would have a dream like that where, yeah, Russell Crowe is the wrong character is chasing a candlestick down the <laughs> revolutionary torch streets of Paris. Are you also in and love then, with Russell Crowe in this dream like I apparently was? <laughs> was he? I don't know. And then isn't it Anne um, Hathaway? Wasn't yes. She, t- she is. Yeah. And then she shows up, but it's more and, like from um, The Devil Wear, Wears Prada. So oh, she's wearing God. really high heeled shoes. That I like I like Anne Hathaway, but in that movie, I just wanted her to die. Like oh, Sophie anyway. something. It was the chick from Mamma Mia, right? Was also in it. Uh, Sophie, I forget, like the blonde, like main. Yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, I won't yeah. say her name because. Sophia, maybe. I know. I, know, I forget. I know someone who doesn't care for the wide set of her eyes and so has oh, made a little disparaging too, Okay. <laughs> something. Yeah. 
Doe-eye. Doe-y sounds weird. Yeah, I know. It she's, does make it sound she's, like she's, she's pudgy not, or something. Yeah, but, she's Pillsbury but doe yeah, I meant like, yeah, doe-eyed. All right, cool. We'll just call it that because that's nicer. Yeah. Nice. Doe-ish. So do you wake up? Do you guys wake up in the middle of these like mm, exploratory dreams? I, I personally think I only really remember dreams if I'm waking up while I'm having them. And then sometimes I can have kind of lucid dreaming where I can sort of control it a little bit. Like a wizard, like a dream wizard. Exactly. I'm a dream wizard. Janet that is my unofficial it. title. Janet likes control. <laughs> yeah. She's like, this dream is boring. I, Let's change. I am something. a control enthusiast and you both know that. That's true. Uh, what are you? A control enthusiast? Mm-hmm. Well, that's not like a control freak, right? <laughs> that's something different. No, Have you never seen a commercial with, with... The guy, well, I can't think of what his name is, where he says he's a control enthusiast. No. I don't think so. It's no, a no, rental I'm... car commercial. Oh, cool. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> I thought you said it's a rectal car commercial, and I was like, what? No, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> rectal no, cars are very uncomfortable. Oh, perfect. Oh, please don't go into stick shift. Okay, good. What? <laughs> Silence. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I have not seen those good commercials because I don't have TV, so I don't see a lot of those. Yeah, if it's mm. not on YouTube for commercial, and usually that I skip after about three seconds into the commercial. So, so I, I actually, I don't know if you are also lucid dreamers, but I really enjoy those dreams where you can, can you define of... can you define it for me because I've not I don't yeah know lucid term. lucid dreaming is when you are aware of your dream and you're able to control facets of it. Huh. What do you have for that? Sorry, say that again. What's an example of that for you? What What do you remember doing? Oh, I mean, it can be it can be anything. It can if I'm if I'm waking up while I'm dreaming, and I'm kind of in that sort of in between state of awake and asleep. I can sort of shift where the dream is going a little bit. Have a better outcome. Well, it, it may, maybe just a different outcome or maybe I bring in a new person or get rid of somebody or, you know, or. Yeah, I like that. Know, I, I'm so judgmental. I said better. You're like different. I annihilate people. But... Well, it may not be. It may not be. a. I mean, it may not have been a bad dream. You know, right. there's no reason to assume it was a bad dream that required a better outcome. It just maybe I can steer things a little bit. So if there's something happening in the dream, you know, if I'm walking along the beach or something in the dream and I it I feel like that's going to end and I want to continue to walk, I'll continue to walk. That kind of thing. Hmm. I think I use them to try and make better outcomes. There you go. But that's because I'm, if I'm having a good dream, it's more like a memory, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> I feel like I hardly ever dream about things that are true or were true at any point. Like, I don't think it's usually, like, I agree with Janet in the sense of, like, Maybe it's like, uh, although you said it was a house like you're not familiar with or whatever, but like I've had stuff where it's like, oh, I'm definitely in, you know, my middle school cafeteria or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's never like a real thing that I'm remembering that happened. It's usually like current me is in an old place that I remember is the closest I kind of yeah. get to. If I'm stressed out, I, my stress dreams almost always take place in high school. Which is funny because I actually really enjoyed high school. I had a good time in high school. But it, like I'll have, if I'm really stressed out about something in real life, I'll have a dream about, um, 
you know, ha- having a final and it was the first time I've ever shown up for the class. I'm like, oh, holy crap, how am I going to pass this final? I've never been to this class before. Or I can't find the classroom or I can't remember my locker combination or where my locker is or I can't find a bathroom or something like that. Those are the things that I'll, if I'm really stressed out, those are the kinds of dreams that I'll have. Yeah. I used to have a lot of bathroom dreams. Not as much anymore. Um, but We did the bathroom podcast already. I know. Sorry. Yeah, I don't have, I don't necessarily have bathroom okay. dreams, but I, I'll have dreams that like it's, it's, I can't find a place or I can't get there. You know, it's just those kinds of dreams. It's, and those are, are direct, directly related to the amount of stress in my life. Yeah. You can't get where you need to get to. Mm-hmm. And do you think that dreams are, trying to work out something in subconscious or whatever. Absolutely. You want to, yeah. I, yep. I think it's what whatever your brain is most focused on. I used to love reading those like freedom. dream books that said like, oh, if it was this, it's like, oh, it means this. Like I never, I don't know if I ever like really believed it was on point, but it was just kind of funny to read through and be like, if you dream about bathrooms a lot, like here's what it means. And I was like, I think it means that like, I usually have to pee while I'm sleeping. And I just am constantly like, I have to use the bathroom. And then I'll use the bathroom and be like, I still have to pee. This is garbage. Yeah, I mean, I think in a way, it it, it obviously means something. It means that your brain is trying to work through something. And whatever images it chooses, I don't know that the specific image can be, be tied back to something. I'm sure people who interpret dreams would think I'm wrong about that. But sure. I didn't know there were dream books, really, other than psychology or something like that. But it sounds fun, like astrology for fun. It is, basically, yeah. Kind of astrology-esque. Well, I had in college, I think it was, a friend of mine for his psychology class asked a bunch of us, asked a bunch of us to remember our dreams, write them down in the morning for like a week. And I think it was after three days I went to him, I said, I can no longer do this. I'm having horrific dreams because as I go to sleep, I'm consciously saying, remember these dreams for this assignment for your friend. And I mean, the last night, I think it was a nuclear war dream. And when my eyes turned to blood and I woke up as I was evaporating from the nuclear blast, I was like, and we're done with this experiment. That's really interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting that your disturbing dreams came from trying to remember your dreams. Yeah. Cause mostly I just mostly, I'm sure I dream and I know I dream and I have some good ones, but a lot of times I just sleep. As far as conscious me knows. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I don't really remember my dreams unless I'm I'm waking up in the middle of one. Oh, I almost always remember mine. I mean, bits and pieces. It depends. Like, you know, the longer it is from when I wake up, the less I remember. Yeah. But I could like close my eyes and I could, if I was a good enough artist, like I could sketch out part of what my dream last night looked like. No kidding. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had those two. Mine are pretty vivid, but I also sleepwalk and I talk in my sleep. So I'm like lucid dreaming without getting to change the dream. (laughs) Like I'm just partly awake experience, whatever is happening. But like my brain doesn't know that it's like not real where I can kind of change it. Wouldn't that be cool if you just live in a more like we were just briefly before the podcast talking about Halloween and from a spiritual or religious point of view right that's the night that's the thinnest the thinnest veil between the living and the dead the those who have gone before us so maybe you just live in a in that kind of a state more present than the rest of us 
Well, there certainly Just are people who the believe ghost that. of Russell Crowe. <laughs> I was trying to be. I was trying. Man, I was doing all sorts of com, you know, com, convolutions there to try and make that sound positive. <laughs> so you live in a spirit world. <laughs> oh, perfect. No, there. I mean, there are a lot of uh, of of people who have that in their in their belief system that dreams are a way to contact those who've gone beyond. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's true or not. I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, people talk about visitations in dreams when someone dies and they, you know, they have a dream about that person and it's generally very peaceful. Um, I, I mean, I've experienced that. I don't know if it's truly a visitation or if it's just my brain thinking about that person before I went to sleep. Yeah. Fair. Because I'm like, I don't think I've ever dreamed about my Nana. So if you can hear this, Nana, that's rude that you wouldn't come <laughs> say hey. <laughs> well, I've always thought that spirits wouldn't necessarily need to hear us vocalize things. Like if you're a spirit, can't you just reach in and get the good stuff? And, you know, in my brain, do I have to say it? I don't know. Do oh, they God, still I have hope that's not true. Do they still have ears? I said the good stuff. The <laughs> <laughs> Grab the good stuff. Just avoid the icky stuff. Yeah. What do they have? Ears? They don't have an ear system anymore to hear vocal how do you know because i yell a lot and they never flinch i don't know um that was when i just said that that reminded me one of my aunts was um quite she she was very ill she had a bone marrow transplant to try and stave off some bad things that had happened and so that is some serious stuff right that's three months in the hospital we're in the double airlock kind of cleaning thing cleaning situation and yet the people that were talking to her she would tell us sometimes when she came you know she was lucid she would say hey don't step on the snowman you know (laughs) like yeah yeah yeah. sure and then there's other people over there huddled in the corner having a conversation who are clearly not there Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that's okay Janet and you can cut me out here but your mom is certainly having lots of visitations yeah but that's I mean that's something very different I mean my mom is having having brain issues. I mean, she's, she's suffering from dementia. So parts of her brain are shutting off. And, and the, the result of that is that she's having a lot of hallucinations, but there are also, I mean, it's, it's pretty common for people who are near death to see dead relatives standing in the room with them. Hmm. I hope they look more lively than just dead. I'd really hate to see like dead decaying type people, even though my yeah, mom. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't get that. That's the impression. It's more likely. It's or or more. The reports are more along the lines of they're seeing their brother or sister that's gone before them, who is you know looking healthy and saying, "Come, come home" and stuff like that. Neat. What what age would you choose to be represented at? Thirty. Or, oh, there you go. <laughs> no, that was uh, when I was at my 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 I felt the best physically. Um, it's when I think I was, yeah, I, I was very comfortable with myself when I was 30. Man, what's that like? I'm still waiting for that feeling. Okay. I think I would like to be like six because ghost children are creepy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah indeed. I want to be like, come play or whatever <laughs> dumb crap. Just giggle Just out of nowhere. Really mess up the person who has, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're so kind. For eternity. I tried. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I had to be afraid all the time when I was alive. Now I'm going to be spooky. (laughs) Well, but I mean, I guess it, since we're talking about dreams, I mean, if we're talking about people who are near death, seeing dead relatives who are saying, come home, is that sort of a form of lucid dreaming where people are, are seeing 
they're kind of awake, but kind of unconscious and seeing what they want to see to make Maybe. that transition easier. Cause I mean, it's, I'm not having been there myself, obviously. Uh, I would imagine it's quite terrifying, even the, for the people that aren't afraid to die. Like, mm -hmm. I would still imagine you think about like, yeah, I'm not afraid until like, I know that I'm a hypochondriac. So it's like, ah, oh, my chest hurts. And I'm like, no, is this it? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, it could be something to help like, cause uh, who was it that said like, you know, everybody dies alone. Like you don't, you know, you're not taking anybody with you. Like, so it's maybe the closest you get to having somebody kind of guide you there. Or maybe there is somebody there. Who knows? Or maybe, yeah. It what do I know? Depends on your belief system, I guess. So I'm gonna have Lucid dying because I want to control who's over there welcoming me to the other side. Heck yeah, sure. So, it's me as a child. I'm no. like, Tee -hee! and you're like, <laughs> well, only if that means you've died before me. So that's yeah. true. Like, right hey, now, I could. Right now, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, you're like, this is fine. You're like, Erica, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you ever had a dream about somebody that you didn't think you were attracted to and then you have a romantic dream about them and then you like have sort of a little crush on them when you like wake up and you're just like oh what up that's yeah. weird brain for sure that you would pick this <laughs> I honestly don't think that's ever happened to me oh man it's weird when it's like a friend of yours and suddenly you're like Oh, I guess I had this dream where we were like holding hands and making out. And you're like, now I look at you and I think of like, oh, that dream was nice. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it's got to so be tricky. Then you have to remember that you didn't, it was a dream. and Right. That it didn't happen. actually happen. Because the friend yeah. will be very surprised when you just lean over and plant a big wet one on them. Yeah. Jim. And also will have been assaulted. I, I just am, I just, I guess I'm aware of those attractions. So it doesn't, it's not something that would surprise me in a dream. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. My brain's like, look, we're running out of people to crush on. So let's just spin this roulette wheel. And then they just throw it down. And they're like, how about, I don't know, this guy you saw, especially like in college, when I would see so many people, it's like, this guy you saw in class that one time. Anyway, you love him now. Bye. Well, we, we have talked about how small your circle is. So you're not going to go very far outside your circle. No, and now my circle is really small, which is why it's like, Okay, who do I like at my job? Because <laughs> it's like I don't see any other people. And I work from home and Janet works from home. So it's like <laughs> my circle is not really even a circle anymore. It's a dot. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I look in the mirror and it's awfully dreamy. That's true. Hey, dreamy. The first step to loving someone else is loving yourself, right? That's the garbage. Sure. They say. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you came out with that. So boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yes. I like when I go to see my, I have a new hairstylist because of course I move someplace. I get a new hairstylist and usually I drive them out of the business as Erica knows within like. That's true. Five, I haven't checked on the last one six, to see if six, she's still doing six, hair. <laughs> no, I just talk to them about what their aspirations are. And then soon enough, I get a notice from them that they've left you know, hairstyling. Um, but this guy is not going to do that, but he also is very, he's into the whole geometry of face and angles and hair. Mm -hmm. And he really would like for me to have a better jawline that I don't have. And I've accepted. <laughs> and he says these things where he said, remember 65% of the time people see you from this angle. And he, he shows you like from like the, over your shoulder, 
kind of like at a two thirds angle of the back of you. And I'm like, yeah, so I live alone, work alone. So I'm really not worried about how I look yeah. in if that angle. If the majority of people are seeing you from that angle, you need better locks on your doors. Exactly. It's <laughs> totally what I said. I'm like, I'm from New Jersey, man. So who's, who's back there? What the hell is going on? It's just yeah. ghost me behind you. Like, tee hee your hair yeah. looks nice. <laughs> and I'm going to totally tell you that too. I'm like, is there a six year old with creepy big eyes behind me? <laughs> So and then he covered my face with the with the hair covering one eye completely. So I was like, if we want, we'll bring that to Phantom of the Opera, since we're doing musicals. I was like, Perfect. well, that's great, but I'm the only one who sees me, and right now I'm wondering why I'm hiding. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's like, let's I, just do this, and he pulls all the hair in front and just cuts it in I front did. of your face, and you're like, but how do I? You're like cousin it <laughs> exactly. I told cousin it. I'm like, so I work on computers. I need both eyes because the strain on the one will just make me blind within about three days, probably. I don't understand. I'm we're way off topic now, but I don't understand that hairstyle where you have all of your hair combed in front of one eye. I don't get it. That seems very emo to me. Like, well, it's great. I, I just think of the Incredibles, the uh, teenage girl. Yeah, she's having. Yeah, troubles. who is kind of the most emo of the? It's like right. that teenage phase of like. Nobody understands me, and I'm going to listen to my chemical romance and just be sad. And you're like, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. and also that's why she her superpower is being invisible, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> they weren't being oh, subtle. Oh man, I never thought about that. But <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> they were being subtle. That's what I meant. I mean, well, being... I I don't know if I've ever seen the whole Incredibles movie, um, and I definitely haven't seen the second one either. So I just get like bits and pieces here and there. But that's funny and totally makes sense. <laughs> her power is being invisible. <laughs> Okay, dreams. I'll do dreams. I had dream the other, oh, a month or so ago from work stress, I assume. But it was totally kind of, it was like a To Kill a Mockingbird. Nope. Damn it. Try that again. <laughs> you know I could never say the name of this. So it was totally a Hunger Games. Oh, they, yes. <laughs> I knew that's what totally it was going to be. Totally the same. To Kill a Mockingbird <laughs> and the Hunger there's, Games. I know you're thinking mocking of Mockingjay. Mockingjay. Exactly. Like, I know. <laughs> and it's a sin to kill a Mockingbird. I know. Hey, everybody. It's I start this at 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get back to that. So it was Hunger Games, Mockingjay, but also kind of just World War II and or any kind of resistance. So that's, mm -hmm. you know, certainly on my mind a fair bit. Um, but it was great because I think, Erica, you must have mentioned too, the, you know, in the snacks I've had at different jobs, I needed to get into the compound to steal some food, but all the food was always some form of like um, packaged potato chips or granola oh, bars. It's it was, do it for the it. Cape Cods. <laughs> exactly. That sounds like paradise. It was hysterical. I was like, I've got to go raid the, oh, it's not actually food, but it's all we've got. So I better go get that. <laughs> just just you in the middle of this like Hunger Games world, just like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> There's a creepy six-year-old with big eyes next to me. Yeah. And I'm like, can I have a chip? <laughs> oh, no, you're dead. You can't. I'm like, no. <laughs> So do you, I mean, it sounds like everything you've talked about so far, CJ, has been kind of nightmarish. Do you have a lot of nightmares? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. That, was, that wasn't a nightmare. That was action dream to me. That was more just there's action and or, you know, end yeah, of world stuff. Yeah, I guess you stuff. didn't bleed what, what, you don't have, eyes, so. <laughs> yeah, you don't have end of world dreams, I guess. I do. I, I don't have end of world dreams. I mean, I've had a couple of dreams that have awakened me 
And I, like, I had a dream. This is a, a long time ago I had this dream, and I remember it like it was yesterday. I, my sister, it was my sister's 55th birthday. She was nowhere near 50 at the time. And she was catching a flight to Africa. No reason why she'd be going to Africa, but she was catching a flight to Africa. And for some reason, I followed her on the plane because she forgot something. And then the, the, the flight attendant was just like, no, sorry, we closed the door. You have to go too. So uh, I can remember looking out the window of the airplane as we crashed. And then oh. everything went black. And I thought to myself, so this is what it's like to be dead. And then I woke up and I had to like get out of bed and walk around and splash water on my face. And that really stuck with me. Like I, I, I think my sister may have been living in Georgia at the time. And I called her and I was like, you cannot fly on your 55th birthday. Wow. That's a good one. And then she's I like, really, really you, stuck Jan, with I'm me. going to Africa. And you're like, no. Well, and then a couple of years later, well, maybe 10 years later, she was working as uh, she ended up getting a, a degree in theology and she was working um, as a, a professor at a college and she ended up being the the head of the missions department and ended up taking frequent trips to africa plane never oh. crashed happy to say nice yeah. but um but it was it was just a it was such a real dream like i i don't think i have ever you know you see it on tv where people wake up and they're like screaming and their heart is pounding and they're sweating and that was me that's the only time i've ever had a dream like that oh that is a good, I, I have those a fair bit. I wake up fairly, I mean, I don't know about a fair bit. When I, it's more like when I do remember, um, when I do drink, this is what happens. No, I'm kidding. Uh, when I do wake up, it can sometimes just be a sit upright. What the hell was that? Kind of think about it for a second and then go back to sleep. Hmm. But sometimes it just, yeah, I'm like, oh, what are you working through now? Yeah, my dreams are more monster dreams. Um it's very rare I have a dream about like the apocalypse or any like external or like crashing or although I did have a dream once that I got stabbed in the Apple store and everybody just kept walking by while I bled out on the floor, um, <laughs> which was maybe just my emotions. <laughs> from I was the gonna job. say before like after the stabbing at the Apple store. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. It's just my emotions bleeding out. Um, yeah, that that was not too hard to. Uh, but yeah, but I will say for somebody who is afraid of the dark and very easily skittish. It's interesting because of course, since I sleepwalk, a lot of the problem with waking up is also that I still think it's real. Um, so like I had one at like six 30 this morning and I don't really remember what it was about. Um, but I remember somebody saying like, okay, well they're coming. And then I sort of woke up. And again, for somebody who's like very easily frightened, I remember grabbing my pillow and being like, come at me, bitch. And I just stared <laughs> at the door for like a good couple minutes. Like I was like, I was like, let's do this, you motherfucker. Um, These feathers got it. Yeah. Oh. Which is what usually my response whenever I have like a dream that something's under my bed or something's coming through the door or something. Like it's surprising that my response isn't as much fear as like, well, I guess I'm trapped in here. So let's fucking do this. Um, but yeah, which so is, that which was is bravery of a bravery of a <laughs> yeah. sort. Um, We're going to work on the whole pillow response though. Look, it was the first thing of... I got. <laughs> like, was, I have nothing else in my bedroom. Along, along those lines, a different, but kind of along those lines. When I was a kid, I used to love the monster movies, but the monster movies back then were very different. It was, you know, Dracula and the Wolfman and, 
Godzilla and those kinds of monster movies. But vampires always, I loved vampire movies and I thought vampires were really cool, but they always kind of freaked me out a little bit. So when I would go to bed at night, I would pull my sheet all the way up to my chin so that they couldn't get to my neck. Sure. Because also the other- I still do that. Cool. Oh, I like still to this day have habit. to sleep under the covers as a 31 year old yeah. woman. Like I cannot sleep with my head out for any because reason. Those yeah, you, I mean, demon could possibly make it through. Yeah, that blanket fortress. <laughs> sure. Well, well I've I, like, go ahead. I was just going to say when I, when I moved to Arizona, a little background for folks listening. When I moved to Arizona, I kind of was like, hey, I have to drive 2,500 miles. Anybody want to make a road trip out of it? And Erica was like, sure, I'll go which was great because we didn't really know each other all that well. And I I, I treasure that drive. It was, it was fun. so much yeah. fun. Spoiler, it worked out well. It yeah. did. <laughs> but the, the first night we stayed in a hotel, um, I remember you were flipping channels on the TV and there was like two seconds of a zombie movie. And you were like, no, that's it. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. And you, I, like, I woke up in the middle of the night and you were like a, a burrito wrapped up like you had like a hood made out of the blankets and you were completely wrapped up in your blankets. And I think you were muttering about zombies. I'm telling you, like, that's why when people give me shit about, oh, it's really not that scary. Or I'm like, you don't understand like how vivid my mind is (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. the littlest thing. And it's like, I'm going to have nightmares about this. And they're like, no, you won't. And I'm like, oh, there it is. (laughs) Um, well, you're a really creative person. I think that probably has something to do with it too. You're a, a, a visually creative person. And I think that you probably kind of convert your concerns and, and stress into really creative dreams about monsters. Yeah, maybe those are my stress dreams. It's like monster stress. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've actually come a very long way and this is like wild, but the fact that I can a just sleep with a sheet on because I can't tell you the summers in childhood where I had to be under the comforter. Um, mm-hmm. and we had no real AC, so I would just be sweating like under. Um, and now if I like make a little hood, like I can have like my nose and mouth out so that I can like breathe actual air and not just recycled <laughs> garbage. Um, is like miles ahead of where I used to be <laughs> with, but I just can't comfortably sleep with like my head. Well, I shouldn't say can't. There are times where I'll wake up and be like, wow, that's interesting. And then usually when I go back to sleep, I'm like, nope, now I hear things. All right, let's tuck back under. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sheet, well, sheet of armor. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna protect me. The zombie's gonna be like, where'd she go? Weird, I don't know. She fooled us again. <laughs> yeah, like, oh gosh, darn it. All right, wait she by the door. Sheet, a zombie can't see you. Hey, do you do you think, and this is something that really impacts me a huge amount, is the temperature of my bedroom. If I'm in a hot room, I have horrible, bloody, gory dreams. Hmm. I don't know. Because I'll go to bed and be like, oh, I'm kind of chilly and pull. But I do usually wake up hot. So it, it's very possible that it could be. But also, like, in the same night I had my weird Russell Crowe dream, I got the, like, monsters coming into the room dream. So it, I am hmm. just kind of all over the place. I'll usually have, like, three or four different dreams, like, every night that I'll remember, like, oh, I'll wake up and be like, oh, that was weird. And then go back to sleep and have, like, a totally different dream. Um, wow. Because I wake up a lot, so. And I wish I could remember my dreams better. But I just don't. 
Hey, write them down for a week. Make sure that you no, don't just like, <laughs> I, I don't, I, it would be blank pages because I, I wake up and I don't remember having had a dream. Like that dream I had that I you did. guys were in that I don't remember now, but something with demons where you just wouldn't stop fucking around. <laughs> I'm like, guys, not the time. <laughs> we were distracting them. That's true. Um, here's why a- would hot. Okay. Oh, no, I'll go ahead. Ask Janet, why are hot? Why does the hot? temperature impact your dreams do you think Uh, i'm not really sure i know that that room temperature impacts sleep in general just overall for people room temperature impacts sleep it's like 65 degrees is the ideal temperature for a room to to sleep in but um yeah i don't i don't know i don't know why my brain perceives heat as hell as as yeah Hmm. yeah in the classic sense it's in the classic sense inferno Hmm. What were you going to say, Erica? Oh, this is a question I've asked people before. Um, do you ever dream that you are a man? Like, are you ever a guy in your dreams? Are you always you? Are you always just a woman, but sometimes you're not really you? I don't. I, I wish now, see, now I wish I did write down the dreams that I remember because I'm, I probably have been somebody else in my dreams. Pro- probably. I don't. I don't remember specific instances, but it wouldn't surprise me. Fair. Because I've, uh, I'm like, generally usually, usually people are like, oh, no, I'm just always me, or and I'm like, oh, all right, interesting. I I'm assume, sure. I assume you're not you then. Um, I'm usually me, I guess, uh, but I've definitely been, like, a man where I can tell, like, I've literally in the dream, like, seen myself naked, and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely a guy, I don't know who. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was going to say, I think there have been times when in, in dreams when I've caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I definitely wasn't me. And I think maybe a time or two I, I was some dude that I don't know. Yeah, I never feel weird about it. Like, it's not like, oh, right. my God, who am I? It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm this guy. But like, it's usually a pretty generic, like, whatever. <laughs> so going back to the hot room nightmare thing i will also say that when i have a fever i hallucinate yeah sure i think that's common right but what you're saying why yeah no i just i think it's interesting though that i mean like i when i was younger obviously because my hallucinations again we're talking about you know i have my my worst horrible nightmares when i'm in a hot room and if i hallucinate when i have a fever they're generally not pleasant hallucinations so it's um when I was younger, I would, I would wake up or, you know, react negatively, let's say to what I was seeing. And now I'm just like, oh, I got a fever. I guess I should probably take some aspirin or something. <laughs> so yeah, I don't remember the last time I had a fever. So oh. I rarely have, cause my body temperature runs really low and I rarely have a fever. And when I do, it doesn't register as a fever to most people in the world. But, um, but I, I I know immediately if I start to hallucinate, I'm like, okay, I guess I have a fever. I should probably take something to get that down. When the wallpaper starts to melt, I know. <laughs> well, no, I mean, me like, the I, child is back. <laughs> I woke up once, I opened my eyes, and there was, um, think the movie The Ring, the woman that crawled out of the well. Think that crawling up my bed toward me. That is why I've never seen that movie, and I will go to my grave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. never having seen that movie well and i, I mean i i it got me to sit up and put my arms out and say no nope. and then you know she just kind of disappeared and went through me and then i thought oh i should probably take some aspirin 
<laughs> that's that would be great if that were in all the horror movies. Yeah. Or if like, oh, geez, I need some aspirin. That and wasn't the movies, a ghost. I was hallucinating. And all the movies end at like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like ten minutes in, and they're like, <laughs> all right, wait, wait, it was back to sleep. Oh, I feel better. It was a Tylenol commercial, or it's still the same length movie, but it's like ten minutes of that, and then it's just you asleep for the next hour and a half. <laughs> Happiness, Daisy's Buttercups, yay. Do we have enough for dreams, you think, or should we uh, keep talking? Anybody have anything else they want to say? Uh, yeah, a friend of mine listens to this or has listened to some of this, and she's a psychologist, and she would probably tell us we all need therapy. Yeah, I was like, right in I the think comments she would be the only below. one to tell us that. Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean that Russell Crowe was in my dream? Please send the results to irreverentrantspodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and my analysis, she's probably like, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> She's not, she's super nice. She'd be like, well, that's what people used to think. Yeah. <laughs> but now that we know things. I'm uh, like, also, all of my toilet dreams, I was always knee deep in water. What does that mean? If you want to analyze that. <laughs> and I'm an I don't want to analyze that. That's <laughs> not something I even want to think about. And that's our show for today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Send us your rants or your opinion of our rants to irreverentrantspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and keep on ranting. See ya. Good boy. Dream a little dream.